Wild baby. Wild baby. Wild baby? Wild baby. Welcome back to another episode of Wild Baby. We're your hosts, Maddie Wong and Jay Begay, Colorado-based portrait photographers sharing our personal perspectives and journeys through societal expectations on beauty. Wild Baby is here to provide people of color, gender identity, and sexual expression a safe community that will allow everyone to grow, learn, and heal. Disclaimer, we are not licensed therapists, sexologists, or claiming that we know everything. We are just a community who wants to have interesting conversations that will hopefully allow us to heal. Welcome back, everybody. I hope everyone is feeling snatched or ready to fight a bitch because this week we're talking about toxic friendships. Oh, yeah. And yes, it's still relevant because... (laughs) It's... I think everyone have experience having a toxic friendship or was a top a toxic did i say topic or toxic was a top- <laughs> <laughs> okay so i do think that it's still relevant because i'm pretty sure one you've had a toxic friendship with someone or two you were that toxic friend mm. in your friendship so yeah and i think toxic relationships show up differently for everybody yeah and when you're in love, infatuated with the person, mm-hmm. and in the moment, it's kind of hard to tell or identify whether or not it can be healthy. Right, right. So, we're talking about ways in which we can identify, identify and break, move, move forward. Move forward. As well as break the habit of being a toxic friend. Right. So, let's get into it. I know. <laughs> All right. So I think one thing that we typically avoid talking about when we when we discuss toxic friendships is the difference between I uh, the difference between a toxic relationship and one that just feels like it's ready to end. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like when we talk about wanting to end a relationship it's like finding all the negative aspects about that said person in order to feel feel motivated enough to yeah. like relieve that. But then that is just making it feel it's like blurring the lines of toxicity and just like this relationship is now old, let's move on. Right. But I also have like a I don't know, it's like a deep cringe feeling when someone said, "Well, I don't really want to be friends with you anymore because I don't see anything like I I don't see our friendship going anywhere like it, it our friendship doesn't bear any fruit and i'm like what does that even mean that is a really harsh way you end, know like that, what does that even mean like okay like i've had friends that you know i haven't talked in months and then when we do meet up it's like we are we picked up where we left off and i don't think that necessarily mean oh well it doesn't bear any fruit so i don't want to be your friend anymore you know what i mean i do (laughs) and this is why i'm doing this (laughs) thirsting up hydrate it means and (laughs) i have like it's so interesting because the way I've talked about this with you before, the way I choose relationships is 
you know, there's there's a give and receive. I think yes. friendships have to have a give and a receive. And I don't think they, like, the requirement needs to be upfront in the first place. Like, and I think there's a, there's some shadiness to that give and receive because mm. some people's intentions are like, um, I see that you're successful. Yeah. Now I want to be friends with you yeah. kind of thing. And that's not the appropriate way to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a give and receive is the way I explain it is together we can come up with ideas or ways to motivate each other Mm -hmm. and um, laugh and heal and stuff like that. Like that seems like a, a, a give, I guess, let me, let me point my example with you, Maddie. I think what you provide me Uh is space to be creative, Uh to, reflect to make me laugh to help me build like up my goals Uh like this is a huge goal of ours yeah and you help me with that Uh and I'm really grateful for our relationship that was like a really weird like singular way to talk about the giving or the receiving Uh and then vice versa like I should be providing you something Mm -hmm. for you to then receive and at that is the give part right so with the bearing no fruits i think they essentially mean that you're not providing anything for them well but then like i I feel like that's that's a really awful way it is but that's also also like that is also very individualistic type of view how so because you're only ref- you're only thinking about yourself in the moment. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Like, you're not... I don't know. Like, I, the way I see it, like, any relationship, it's not a one-way street. It has to be. Yeah. Like, you have to come in the middle to build that relationship. You have to grow together and, and whatnot. But at the same time, how many people do you have in your life that you are constantly doing that? The one-sidedness or... Consistently no, like, dishing consistent, things out. Consistently, like, like reaching out and, like, always meeting in the middle with them. Like, I feel like that's a little bit hard unless if you're either in an intimate relationship or you live in one house. Like, with us, because we're doing a project together, like this project, so we're always talking to each other. I mm-hmm. mean, even before then, we kind of, like, always reach out to one another. Yeah. But like I said, like, I've had friends that I don't talk to in months and they also don't talk to me in months but then whenever we connect again it's like oh my gosh you know like nothing has really changed and I we're, we still have that same connection I agree I also have quite a bit of friends like that I think the difference here is that you're willing to actually meet up again true and yeah. you're willing to continue talking to them because I've also had friends where I will try to reach out Mm -hmm. and I won't get a reply for months Mm -hmm. until they want something from me Mm. or not at all and then from there it's like all right I've did my part Mm -hmm. bye bitch I mean yeah (laughs) I've had that too like I had a so one of my high school friends from Indonesia she, I, this was like a f- couple, few months ago, she contacted me. This was like during COVID. And she was like, hey, ha, 
how's it going, this and that. And then basically just kind of like asking me about my life and then just making me feel like, oh, you are actually interested in my life until the end she was like, hey, so can I borrow like a couple hundred bucks? <gasps> Whoa, that's shady. And like, like I said, I like I actually haven't talked to her for almost a decade. She got to your insides. She like, tell me about your life. And she was like, your baby is so cute, this and that. And then I was like, okay, so here's the here's the deal. I told her straight up. I was like, because of COVID, I'm also not working. Like, I'm staying home with my baby. My husband is the only one that's working. I mean, yeah, we do have enough, but we also are trying to save up for other things. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, right now, we can't just dish out, like, a couple hundred bucks yeah. to you. On, on top of that, we don't have that relationship anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever, I'm ever going to have a relationship like that with my friends. Like, I know friends who've asked for money, but it's like not that much. It's under $100. And mm-hmm. I'm like, girl, got you. Here's, mm-hmm. here's what I can give you kind right. of thing. And like, that's whatever. They're close friends. Like, they're friends of mine. I want them to grow, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to anything else, I'm like, sorry, babe. Like, that's your life. Mm. But, like, it also makes me, like, whenever people come to me like that, it makes me feel like, oh, shoot. Who in my life that see me like that? Like, um. That has, like, money? No. Well, not really <laughs> money. Okay, so I'm in two plants, right? I mean, Hello. Like, so many plants. And I have my own YouTube channel on plants. And recently, I got connected to the owner of this um, small business nursery in Lakewood. Nice. Um, She is amazing. She's also Asian. And I was just like, I have, like, this strong connection with her. Like, this strong feeling connection with her. And so, yeah, like, I... I don't know, like, I don't want her to feel like, oh, she's only... (laughs) (laughs) I inhaled it instead of drinking it. (coughs) Like, I I do have my own... I have my own goals to have my own nursery or to sell my own plants, Mm -hmm. um, to build a community around plants because it's something that I found very therapeutic for me like when i'm out here like when i'm all by myself at home what do i do i clean my plants (laughs) like i don't mind dishing out three hours watering my plants cleaning the leaves like i'll just put you know like a murder podcast or like songs and then i just sing along or whatever like have my own karaoke session but like plants really really nourish my soul so that is my plan for the future is to have my own plant store now the owner of the nursery that i found obviously she has her own plant store i was always kind of there like towards the beginning when i first met them and all that and i also did like um on my birthday haul um video i went over to their store and but i haven't gone 
lately because we've been so busy mm-hmm. and i don't want them to think that oh no yes she only comes around when she wants this or that you know what i mean like i i know they might not think that way but like my mind goes there all the freaking time is like i don't want people to think that oh no i only want to be their friend because i'll gain something out of that when oh. for me it's not like that i just really i genuinely enjoy her um her presence i enjoy talking to her i enjoy being in her nursery honestly if i can go there every day i would well <laughs> i think she also probably understands your interest in plants because she has her own nursery right but if you think that then just reach out to do something else yeah at like least you I, identified it like i want to like i low-key i really want to do like do a feature on like small nurseries or like small businesses mm-hmm. in around in and around Denver metro area like and then just I don't know like do a feature on their business on my channel mm-hmm. because I feel like what ways could you do to build a community other than that I mean yeah you can do other things but like that's one of the ways that I could think of right now using my channel using my platforms like hey i don't know if you know but there's this cute nursery that i found or whatever and then just like kind of do a feature on that yeah but then i'm also afraid that people will just contact me because they want to be featured if that makes sense so it's like that's like the type of i guess okay isn't that a good thing let me let me go (laughs) back to like my childhood trauma (laughs) what so, okay, when I was in high middle school, not even high school, when I was in middle school, oh, okay, we have this friend called, let's call her, oh man. Matricia. Patricia. <laughs> no, Matricia. Matricia. Patricia is my other friend. <laughs> no, I'm let's call her Kimberly. <laughs> anyway, so Kimberly enrolled in my school in my middle school I have two best friends in my middle school they're sisters so my sister and I we were in the same school and then our two best friends are sisters and they happen to be the principal's daughters so we were close right we were super close and then there's also another girl um I'm not even gonna go there because that one is kind of like out of the loop and (laughs) That one was also a little bit cuckoo. Anyways, Kimberly. At first, everything was amazing. We were all friends. We became so close so fast. And next thing we know, the whole school started to fight. Like, I'm talking about, like, name-calling um, we even asked people, like, so who whose side are you on? Are you on my side or are you on my best friend's side. So we, it's like, you can tell that there is the separation in the school. Yeah. And even the guys are like, dude, what the freak is going on? Like, my guy friends, they're so far from wanting to be involved in any drama, especially involving hormonal girls, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> They were like, what's going on? And then I was like, oh, yeah, no, me and my best friend, me and C were fighting. We're not talking anymore. We're not best friends anymore. But behind my sisters and my back, 
Kimberly would be best friends with C and her sister. Okay. And then she, Kimberly would talk shit about me and my sister to them. And then whatever they told Kimberly, yeah. she would relay it to us. And like, oh my God, can you believe they said this, this, and that about is you Is this guys. a new relationship or this is your old relationship? This, this is, is my childhood. old childhood relationship. Girl, every, every person. Oh my God. You know what <laughs> she, you know what she said? This is what, she, this is the line that she used. So see, and her sister told me that you and your sister, you guys are just like Olsen twins want to be. <laughs> And I was like, we are so far from, like, we don't even dress up alike. We don't even have things in common. Like, I I was so emo, and my sister is like, Barbie this, Barbie that. And I was like, want to be Olsen twins? Is that a compliment? Like, I have no <laughs> idea. Like, I don't know. And then next thing we know, apparently, she told C and her sister that we told her that we thought they were the Olsen twins wannabe. <laughs> so she used the same line on both of us. Oh. And it was so bad. Our, like, it, 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 was, it was chaotic. And we didn't know that she was doing that to us until she moved schools. And I actually, I nearly moved to the same school that she moved to. Oh, my goodness. Because I, I was like, oh, no, you're my best friend. You know, like I can, you know, I'll, I'll just move school. I'll, I'll, I'll stay with you. So I'll leave this place. Would you consider that a toxic friendship or a friendship that's ready to move on? Oh, shoot. That is like toxic friendship to the max. Okay. So on this next little part, let's talk about ways or how to identify what's a toxic relationship right. mm-hmm. versus a healthy relationship so do you want to talk do you want me to talk about like the little signs of it and then yeah. from there you can be like well this is what i saw in kimberly <laughs> yes okay so the way i see it is toxic relationships come in and you often feel anxious stressed um don't really want to hang out when you when your plans uh get canceled when your plans get canceled you are happy you're relieved um there's no communication or if you want to communicate anything that you have you get fearful Mm. um don't want to cause any problems and typically it's like belittlement Mm. so what would you say that you saw that so how did you so for me the one that is very very apparent is i was so afraid of getting like i was so afraid of making her mad yeah i don't want to get her upset whether it's because of what i did what i say or because of other people that left you off in like refraining from saying what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. And also the bel- the belittlement. So I, I, I English is not my first language. Uh-huh. Right. So when I was in the same school as her, there are still things and like um, pronunciation that I didn't pronounce correctly or you can tell that I have an accent or whatever. And this one time, my sister and I, we went over to her house and she had one of her guy friends in there. Um, and 
I don't I don't remember where her parents were. But I just remember there were no adults in her house and her brother brought home a girl. I don't know if she was drunk or drugged. The girl that her brother brought? Yeah, but she was so out of it. And apparently they like they were they were having sex all night long to the point where you go if you go inside the brother's room it smelled like pussy oh my goodness it, it was that bad and the sister was also like how old were you i was 16 15 16 <laughs> yeah and so i was just like what's going on like I mean, at first I was like, oh, my gosh, you guys don't have parents. Like, your brother brought home a girl. Like, that's so cool. And, he, like, the brother was only, like, 17. Um, And I don't know how old the girl was. Like I said, I don't even know how sober her that girl was. Like, I, I don't think she was sober at all. Like I said, she was so out of it. And it was so weird. But I said something. I missed. I mispronounced something, and then the guy friend that was there, this is, like, in front of everyone, right? Like, the drugged-up girl, the brother, and, like, her, also her younger brother. I think he was only eight at the time. I don't remember. Okay. But he was like, oh, my God, you're right. They're so stupid. And called you stupid. Yeah. Okay. And I was just like... Wait, what? Like, what, what just happened? Wait, do you remember what you said? <sighs> no, I don't. All right. I'm not to validate what calling you stupid by any means, but I'm, like, interested to know the trigger behind it. Right. And then I was just what like, ass. just because I mispronounced something, and I was just like, wait, 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 what's going on? Like, what? And then I just saw her. She was just laughing, and she was like, she didn't say anything. She was just laughing. And this is in America? No, in Indonesia. Oh, okay, okay. But like, but you guys were speaking English. Yeah, because I was already in the um, I was already enrolled in the international school. Oh, I see. Yeah, and for her, like her only, her only advantage, like her only vantage point in all of this is that she is half German, half Chinese, and because she has that German blood. According to her and everyone else, she became superior because she is mixed blood. It's so weird. No, that's really (laughs) fucked up. But yeah, so that was like one of the things that I remember. And I was like, God damn, this is toxic. Like I didn't like I didn't really think that it was toxic until I was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. I, too, have a story that I actually didn't really think about until we talked about toxic friendships. Yeah. And I never, for a while, I never considered it to be toxic. I just considered her to be a bitch. (laughs) And not like the cool bitch. I mean, there's a reason, okay. (laughs) She's a hateful bitch. Not like the, ooh, she a bitch. Like, she's like, she a baddie. She a bad, no, 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 no. Um, it was wishy-washy. Patricia (laughs) is her name. Um, I grew up with Patricia and they were really cool. I 
connected with them emotionally and we had just like similar backgrounds in a sense like in terms of our um family dynamic or just emotional state of mind sometimes Uh so I connected with her and she was a fun person however the wishy-washy comes in because anytime we were at like school or in social outings she was aggressive and really rude and very like she would what do you mean aggressive like she would just like physically verbally mainly verbally and emotionally she she would just it's like a 180 switch now i'm the bitch now i'm doing all these things wrong now i'm dumb now i it's just like ridiculous and she lived close by us that's why we were also close and my other close friend of mine had the same like kind of journey in a sense until she got beat up and then she was like no fuck no no patricia sucks ass and that makes sense but for me even with like my close friend getting beat up i still there was like a back and forth with me and patricia and i didn't realize that in the grand scheme of it it was a very toxic relationship because oftentimes she would always put herself ahead of me Mm. she would always belittle me and i never knew what to say that was appropriate i was always a quiet and reserved person in the first place but highly likely because my family dynamic is loud and i'm also trying not to start arguments all the time so on top of that i have this friendship and yeah i think after a while it just kind of got old and I I thought it was just a friendship that I was like ready to let go but in reflection I'm like oh my gosh how did I manage to get out of that because mm. it can be hard to get out of toxic friendships yeah even more no I wouldn't say as difficult as I would never compare that to an actual emotional relationship mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um regardless it's a difficult situation to be in so yeah would you say, because um, I do, like, for me, what I take from my relationship and Kimberly was because, so Kimberly's mom, this is according to her, okay, we don't know how much she embellished her stories, but she is known to do that, like, she's like, what do you call it, um, compulsive liar, uh. <laughs> I think that's what she is, Um so her mom passed away when she was six years old i think and then not long after her dad remarried to this chinese um lady that is like probably only a few years older than her i mean she was still like of age when she got married but like i was like 20 years okay older than her um and she said that she heard her in the bridal suite telling her mom, so the new mom's mom, that she's only with, she was only with the dad because the dad is a surgeon. Because the money or? Yeah, essentially a gold digger. But we don't know if what she said was true or not. And like, oh, okay. So what about it? 
And so I think she was true? like, no, like <laughs> I think she, like my only my take was that she was hating on me and my sisters because of her finan- family dynamic. Yeah. Like she saw how close my family and I are like my parents. I mean, yeah, my mom was still like with the church, like strongly with the church. But like my relationship and my dad was not bad. Um, or so I think. <laughs> I mean, I do enough. like I have issues with my parents too, but like not as bad as like other people's issues with their parents. Or like I don't have a stepmom, I don't have a stepdad. And with her having that, and then also my best friends, they didn't have that problem either. Like their parents are great together. Um, there's a great dynamic between their family. So I think that's the reason why she was hating on us because it's something that she couldn't have. You can always try to sympathize with people in that regard of... Mm -hmm. I have always... I don't think I necessarily knew this because somebody told me to do this, but based on, like, my upbringings, I always definitely considered other people's lives Mm -hmm. um, and the the reason behind their actions. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's only so much you can do. Right. And I know that I've been through shit, but I'm not coming out here. True. You're not coming out here like bashing on people. Oh, my gosh. Do you want to know a crazy story about Patricia? <laughs> I was at a birthday party. Uh-huh. Um, she was also there. And this is going to be like an indicator of probably who Patricia is for some people listening in. But... um. My, the the girl's birthday or the birthday girl she had a limousine mm-hmm. not exactly sure i don't even know where we went i don't even know anything about the birthday except for the limousine and um some of the girls were like sticking their heads out the window and oh, i was no. like i'm gonna stick my head out the window and like scream like woohoo right right so i stuck my head out the window and patricia rolled the window up on my neck <gasps> i yeah and what I was like, f- like, let me out. Somebody help me. And eventually I was like relieved. But like, what the fuck? I thought for a moment that somebody else was um, like accidentally leaned on it or right, something. Yeah. Or I, even I did. But uh, another close friend of mine said that Patricia rolled the, the window up on my neck. Dude, I have some trauma when it what comes to, like, f- people, like, doing weird acts. Like, somebody bashed my head on, like, a, a sink while I was, like, the fountain sink. They're old school. Wow. That made me feel really weird about my what age. What the freak? But yeah. I had, like, a bloody nose at Oh, one shit. Point. You know, if, if that was me, I would be throwing hands right away. I mean, I, I used I, to get it. I used to get in fist fights when I was in fourth grade. I just, like... I'm a reserved kid and I've been through like a lot as yeah. a kid already. Well, so see, like when something comes uh-huh. in, I'm not going to be like, I'm just going to be like, ah, oh, fuck that person. That's like all I can do mm. in the moment. I'm just glad that I yeah. have survived. Like, yeah. do I have any bruises? Like for me, it's I like I said, like before, it's because I've I've always been like the smallest in class. So I have to make myself tough. 
And so if anybody mess with me, I will definitely tr- throw hands. Like I, I would not hesitate. Like I've gotten so much trouble before for like getting into fist fights with other kids in school. You can say that the nice kids never get hurt. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think they accidentally get hurt because of jokes mm. and or things that are not intentional. Like, like my head getting hit down. It was a joke, but it was like, ooh, sorry, you need to control your hormones <laughs> because they went rabid right there or like any other thing. And again, you can always sympathize with that person who caused the problem but there's there's a level of maturity here that it's like all right you got you're tapped out now right what are you gonna do right because this is getting old Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like for me it's like you know how this is one thing that i don't get like when i was still friends with um kimberly she would tell me Oh, yeah, I have this. I have that. Um, And turns out she didn't. Um, For my birthday, she told me, oh, yeah, no, I got you the super cool shoes because she knew that I was obsessed with Converse. Um, But she told me, I got you this. So Converse came out with a line um, that you can interchange the stars in the shoe like it has what it has velcro that's cool the stars has velcro and like you can interchange them to like different colors cool so i was like god damn that's so cool and my best friend got them so c bought them first and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool i want it and then kimberly was like oh my gosh i actually got you something similar but it's not from converse it's actually from nike nike never come out with that never ever right like i got you a nike one it's limited edition but i left it in my friend's house and i was like okay cool give it to me whenever still hasn't seen the shoe 30 years later (laughs) (laughs) give it to me whenever i'm still counting i know i don't think i can fit into it anymore because my feet grew a size because of zoe courtesy of zoe yeah it's like the grinch you know his heart grew a size how how big is your foot what's your shoe Um, size i'm a size seven now i used to be a size six can you imagine damn dude i'm a nine (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) i don't know the life I was at like this school festival thing. Um, so in Indonesia or like in Asia, school festivals are a thing. So they have like kind of like a gathering of like from different schools and they would have like competitions, like they would have photography competition, debate, sports. The sports competition is huge, dance competition, but it's like it involves a lot of schools and it's kind of like a way for students to socialize with other students from different schools Mm -hmm. so i was there it was like towards like the end of like the festival and usually on the very last day of the festival they would have a concert for all the kids like um not necessarily a dance but it's just like and not, it's not not exactly edm either because it's like other like these would be like school bands from different schools oh okay yeah um so like like live performances and whatnot and they would run until kind of like late at night like almost like 11 at night um 
And most of the participants are middle schoolers to high schoolers. So it's like kind of adult event, but not okay. really adult event. Um, <laughs> They're still children. Right. Still kids, right? <laughs> it's like, I'm 16. Let me do what I want. <laughs> You're a child. I know. But anyways, I saw this guy and I was like, holy shit, he's so cute. Oh, my God, he's so cute. And I was just like, not obsessing, but I was just like, who is that? <laughs> you know, like, I, I just kind of, like, follow him with my eyes and everything. And then Kimberly said, oh, I know him. That's my brother's friend. You want to know what she told me his name was? What? Topaz. Like, the gem. Who names their kid that? I mean, that's a dope name. It is a dope name, but I like. I want to name my kid Topaz or my next dog. But I'm, I'm like, <laughs> are you fucking serious? Like, that's his name? And I was like, yeah, like, that's my brother's friend. If you want, I can introduce him to you. And I was like, I'm, I mean, I was hormonal as shit, right? Like, Did you, were you like, okay. I was like, yeah, sure. But, like, I kept my hopes up. And then she was like, oh, yeah, no, I lost this number. My brother doesn't talk to him anymore, this and that. Yeah, so that's, yeah, like, Wasn't the- it in person? Couldn't she just walk over? I don't know. But How like, shady. She always do that. Like, to me, to my sister, to our friends, like, she would always just keep our hopes up for something that she would say she would do. Nothing. And I think it's... I don't know. I think it's like her way of trying to keep the friendship because she doesn't want to be alone. Yeah, I mean, it's. Do you want to go into In a like very analyze it? Very shitty way. Are you wanting to analyze this? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> My kind of interpretation is perhaps that she doesn't think that she has enough to offer. Right. And so. Her way of offering things is by socially. Mm-hmm. And socially, social standards are typically like, who do you know? How much money do you have? Um, how pretty are you? Mm-hmm. Et cetera, et cetera. And so I wonder if she was just not sure, like, what she could provide. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of grew the... And compulsive lying when she was mm-hmm. a child for from her family. And then she just kind of intermittently changed that into her relationships. It's, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I definitely when I was younger, when I hit puberty, I was like a straight up potato. Like, I still don't know how to dress myself. Um, but back then, I did not know how to dress myself at all. Like, I would go around, like, my, my... My Sunday best is um, this red crew neck shirt, T-shirt, and my ripped jeans. <laughs> my mom and the only livid. and the only reason why it's ripped jeans is because I wore it so much and that I got it so worn out. Oh. It's because of that, and that's my Sunday best because I couldn't care less of looking nice to go to church because I don't know shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I know your journey. Um, there's so many different interpretations of what you can make out of it. That's that's the 
problem of trying to analyze why someone chooses to do things there's going to be an endless Mm -hmm. supply of that so don't hold on to it anymore like i'm very i'm very empathetic right yeah i bought into that she has an evil stepmom because one time i was in the car with her with her brother my sister and her stepmom her stepmom was driving the little brother was sitting in front little brother was only five by the way um indonesia we don't have um if you're under the age of something or under certain weight you have to sit in the car seat or booster seat yeah so um this five-year-old kid he was sitting shotgun (laughs) with no seat belt what is the age limit in indo do you know no us it's seven they still don't have it (laughs) oh i see girl i have friends in indonesia they bought a whole car seat they don't even like strap the kid in like the kid is inside the car seat (laughs) sitting in the car seat but they're not strapped that is funny like it's not like all the way back and like like you only let like one finger in but anyways yeah so car seat is like it's there it's expensive they bought it but they don't really use it (laughs) so i'm like what are you guys doing like why would you even need to buy anyways i digress um (laughs) we were in the car and then this was like close to christmas in my school, every Christmas, every end year, um, like end of the the school year, we always have like special program. So we have a Christmas program and we have a school um, end of end of school year program. Okay, this was for Christmas. The mom was just like, "Hey, so did you like my Christmas present to Kimberly?" And I was, we were just like in the back, we were like Christmas present, and she was like, "What Christmas present?" I was like, "The dress." The dress that you're wearing for the Christmas program. Awkward. That's her Christmas present. What'd she do? She was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. But her brother got something else. Like, on top of, like, the Christmas program outfit that he was supposed to wear, he got something else. And then that's when I was like, Oh my god, you're right. Your stepmom is a bitch. <laughs> At least she got anything. But yeah, I see what you're saying. And I was just like, wow. Like, that is your stepmom? No wonder you hate her. What? That's just what I like. That's just what, because of that. But yeah, like, what do you make out of that? Um. But I honestly don't think that this, that's like the only the specific reason why. Like, does that justify it though? I don't think it does. I think she's just a shitty person. That's for their life to tell. <laughs> that's their story to tell. Like, I think. I think your emotions are always valid. How you choose to act mm. upon your emotions is not is invalid. Mm-hmm. Like, if you choose to put that energy out onto somebody else to make them feel shittier. That's a unhealthy way to deal with your own personal emotions and that's on them. So that's high school drama. So now let's talk about adult friendship. So when I first got into AI, there is a girl. Her name is Jennifer. We're just going to call her Jennifer. Um, she was nice at first. Um, 
we were both kind of like we were not the only asian but we were the only asian in class okay i came straight from asia she is half asian half white okay but she is very very proud of her asian background or like her her half asian um self and i love that for her so we got kind of close like we talk a lot um i stayed at her place once and um yeah everything was great and then my relationship and julio got more serious so i would hang out with julio a lot and then all of a sudden her and i we stopped talking like completely and the next thing i know whenever so her and this three other girls they always hang out together like always it's like inseparable one time we all went out to lunch and i could tell that they didn't want me there even though they were like yeah no it's fine you can join us for lunch i could tell that they were kind of talking about me while I was there, and it was just so awkward. After that lunch, I never eat with them anymore, and I just kind of, like, kept my distance because, first of all, I there's, like, there's like an age gap between me and them. Okay. They were, like, straight out of high school. I took, like, a couple years off of college to just kind of do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And so by the time I was in college, I was like 22, 21, 22. Okay. And, or by the time I was in AI, I was 21, 22. And they were just like, I don't know, they were mean. But then they also used me to like get them cigarettes. Uh, I mean, I was smoking too at that time. So I, I like, I didn't mind. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get a pack for myself. Do you guys need any? And then they're like, yeah, I'll give me a pack and this and what, whatnot. So I was like, yeah, sure. Cool. Whatever. And then one time it was just her and I in the dark room and we were talking and then she was asking me, how's you and Julio? And I was like, yeah, we're good. We're doing great. Um, And then I told her my mom's coming and she's going to meet him and this and that. And I told her there's also this other kid in AI. He's like actively pursuing me in a weird way. And he, this one time he told me, you know, I'm into paganism and I could, um, I could put a love spell on you so you'll fall in love with me. Clearly he didn't do it. And I was like, please don't, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> ew. ew. <laughs> <laughs> but then I told her about him and... Um, and she was like, oh, my gosh, yeah, I know. Like, I've seen you guys hang out. And then I was like, yeah, we hung out, but we never talk about, like, oh, my gosh, you're so handsome. Like, we never even touch, like, that type of topic. We strictly talk about school. We hang out and we talk about other things. But, like, our relationship, me and this guy, was just friends, right? And then all of a sudden, Jennifer was like, yeah, no, me and the girls, we talk about you all the time. I was so confused because they didn't know me at all. Like, I didn't really talk to them. We barely talk, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I heard that from from her that they would talk about me 
what are you talking about? <laughs> Excuse me, Jennifer? <laughs> Do you want to say that to my face? Did she say anything? Like, No, she didn't tell me what it was. But then fast forward to now, all of a sudden she became super churchy. Um, first of all, she is from California or she's from LA or that's what she said. Like she's she's from LA. And now she has a southern accent. LA doesn't have southern accent. Colorado doesn't have southern accent. So like where did she get it from? Exactly. Like she has a thick southern accent. <laughs> Maybe watching so too confused. many westernized movies. I was so so or confused. southern movies, I don't know. Yeah. But what hit me the most is that she she was so churchy. <laughs> and I was just like, huh, it doesn't add up. You know that you know that meme on TikTok? It's funny, but not ha ha funny. But it's it's that. Ha <laughs> ha weird. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. So I think that's like my toxic friendship in adulthood. But then I know that's when I'm like, I was a lot more like I, I was not that mature then still. <laughs> I was a lot more mature than high school Maddie. So I knew what it was. And I was like, nah, I'm this not doing this it. again. This is it. Put my distance and I stood my ground. And like if they try to do whatever to me, I would be like, no, you are not getting to me. Don't even try. That's healthy. Eventually. <laughs> so in this segue then we're gonna kind of transition to now that we've identified that this person doesn't feel healthy to me actually let me put quickly touch in about like what a healthy relationship kind of looks like mm-hmm. um my examples are people that make you feel inspired that like support you in your growth or you as a human um comfort you when things are a little rough they don't need to add any advice or anything like thrown at you just kind of is there to listen to you which is nice um someone who's can communicate well with you i think that's a yeah problem with toxic relationships it just doesn't feel like reciprocated and importantly they respect your boundaries yeah and they'll listen to your boundaries and take that seriously because Mm -hmm. obviously toxic relationships are like i heard your boundaries i'm gonna now purposely ignore them because i'm (laughs) self-absorbed um so a healthy relationship is just people who you can kind of have fun and communicate with and do wild shit and be wild bitches Mm -hmm. but um yeah so now that we've kind of like identified what a toxic relationship can look like let's get into ways in which we think we can get out of so Mm -hmm. with that being said how what did you end up doing with jennifer or um kimberly kimberly with kimberly we I didn't do a lot, obviously, because ghosted I ghosted her. Like, yeah, no, we really did. Like yeah. she came back, like she didn't come back to school, but like she came to visit. Nobody talked to her mm. because we knew we were all like, 
this was all you this was all you're doing what are you here for? like why are you back here and she stopped talking to us like she stopped communicating she, like we're not friends anymore um we don't have each other's socials or whatever um last thing i heard she went to china to study medicine um like to be a doctor like her dad but that's it but that was like over a decade ago so i don't know what her life is like but we essentially yeah like we just stopped communication completely and my best friends and i we got back and we became best friends again and i feel like after what happened our relationship became stronger because we knew that let's not like if there's any rumors about each other let's actually sit down and talk and make sure we get to the bottom of it instead of listening what other people said about us yeah and just making your own assumption yeah kind of like the whole um olsen twins wannabe it's yeah that. yeah i think that's good that's that's a proper way to do that so then what happened with jennifer with jennifer because i i had like i already got together with julio right he really honestly not gonna lie i think it's he's gonna kill me it's the age gap <laughs> did he call out your age gap <laughs> no <laughs> i'm calling out our age gap between oh. him and i julio is four years older than me <laughs> so he's but much always, he's much more wise he's my ancestor he's my ancestor <laughs> oh my gosh i remember that yeah that post because <laughs> he's born in the 80s <laughs> Something that we saw, it was like a tweet and somebody was saying, um, if you ever want to date a... Like people who are in, who are born in the 90s. Yeah. No, well, they or, were saying like, if you ever want to date somebody that's super humbled or like um, sits at home or does right, something basically right. like old people do and they called them old, um, they were like, those are people born in the... From 1999. From 1990 until 1999. Yeah. And then... People beyond that, they're your ancestors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we're old. Julio's the ancestor. Yeah. <laughs> He's our founding father. He's our founding father. <laughs> so, anyways, he was really, like, my voice of reason. And he told me... You know you don't have to have those girls as your friends. And that's when I was like, oh, my God, you are so right. That's like when it was I, just that? Yeah. Hmm. And that's when I started to pick and choose who I want to be friends with and who I call friends. Um, like, I have two people in my life right now that, no, three people in my life right now that I'm still very much close with and we are still friends. And these people I met when I first um, enrolled in AI. Mm. So like my friends from 2013. Damn. Yeah, and we're still friends. Uh, one of them, like he's my best friend. Um, he was over here. Uh, he actually came and stayed with us for the weekend last weekend because he's moving so we're like yeah i know come over like honestly if you want to do whatever if you want to go hang out with your friend afterwards that's fine but you know you don't have to look for a hotel you can just stay with us so he did 
And then last Christmas, we were over at his house for like a whole weekend and we celebrated Christmas with him and his family. So that is like our relationship. Like we still talk to each other and we still like, like I said, even sometimes when we don't talk to each other for months, we would come back and get back into like talking. Mm -hmm. And for him and I, it's very like, I think we have the same amount of the same amount of give and take. Oh, okay. Um, so that's one of my best friends. And then the other one, her and I, we, it's so funny. She's also one of my closest friends. But if you want to combine all of the time that we met, we literally only met twice. First what? time. First time. In person? Yeah. First time in AI, um, in the cafeteria. That's the first time I ever met her. And then we kind of. Like, it just clicked, both of us. We became friends. We follow each other on social media. And then years later, literally almost a decade later, we meet again. Or, like, actually, no. We met beforehand because I took photos of her for um, my project. So, three times meeting in total. (laughs) That's wild, dude. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. But we're still friends. Like, she's back in Mexico right now. Um, but she's coming back um, because her parents are in Mexico. Um, but yeah, she's coming back. And then we plan on having her stay here with us for like a week or two because there's so many things that we want. We both want to do mm. like together. It's I'm like reflecting in my own head right now because when you talked about like friends from AI, this is like <laughs> I'm trying to like process this, I think. Like um, for me, the reason why I'm still friends with a bunch of people from AI is because those were my connection. Like I'm, if yeah, you, if you at, think like, about it again, I'm not, I wasn't here for that long. And like, I didn't really like my, meet much people outside right, of school. Right. Yeah. Well, so I have a story and this is why I'm still trying to process it. But, um, when I went on to a New York trip, this mm-hmm. isn't actually, we never went to New York. No, together. we never went to New York together. No. But um, I only went to one. Would have been fun, though. It would have been livid. <laughs> we would have had a blast. But I remember us getting somewhere, and we were heading back to the hotel, and it was four of us. And we were pretty close at that time, actually. But um, I was making a joke about it. But deep down, I think that I kind of knew that there was a reason why I said it. But they were like, wow, I would like... Each of them were super, getting super like sympathetic and or uh, emotional in the moment because it was just a high. We were having a great time, mm-hmm. so they were getting in their feels about you know mm-hmm. that we're all close. Like, <laughs> I really love you guys, and I was like, I really love you guys too. But um, I think we're just gonna be I can acquaintances, <gasps> and they all were like, what the fuck? And I was like, I was like, I'm just kidding. Like, ha ha. Like. <laughs> But it's really funny to look back on because, I mean, I wouldn't say that we're, I was not close to them at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually really, I did feel a huge bond with at least all of them mm-hmm. individually. Um, but then it did become to that point where we were just like career acquaintances. Mm. And the emotional side of things com- like had disappeared. And it, I think I still try to put effort in sometimes on 
like some of them, but it just doesn't feel like it's clicking. It's not the same anymore. It's not the same. It's like and you've moved on in your own journey. Yeah, I think I think in the beginning I kind of knew that our experiences were vastly different than mine and like mm-hmm. just where I think emotionally I was headed was different. Like emotionally in my own journey or even career or even just like in my life like I needed to figure different things out and they had to figure out their own individual journeys and mm. I didn't feel like there was enough space for myself um, to be a part of it anymore. And so it's just interesting that you say AI because I did get really great relationships. Like most of my relationships, um, well, not actually, no. It, weirdly enough, like I have really good relationships from AI and then Naropa. And I've never been mm. to Naropa. I just... It's like following the chain of creatives, but yeah, yeah, it's all similar mindsets, similar people. For me, it's the one that makes me, you know, I choose to be friends and to keep my friendship with people who have a healthy marriage. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean? Okay, so remember when we're all in school? I was, like, the only one that was married. Yeah. Which people were like, oh, my God, how old are you? Honestly, I did not know. Everyone was, like, so concerned. Like, because even one of the professors was like, you're talking about husband. How old are you? And I was, like, 23 at the time. I was like, oh, I'm 23. And then they were like, shut the fuck up. You look like 15. (laughs) How can you be in college and be 15 years old? I knew that. But they all thought I was, like, so underage. Like, like they thought it was, like, some freak, like, child bride type situation. And I was just like, no, I'm 23, you know? Yeah. Like, my parents had my sister when they were 23. What are you talking about? I mean, I think 23, <laughs> and people forget about this, but 23 is still very it's young still age. It's still very young, yeah. But anyways, I remember we were all kind of, like, in the dark room, and one of the girls... Or we were talking about, hey, let's have a girls' night, this and that. And then I remember vividly, I was like, okay, let me check with my husband and see if he's okay with it. Not so much about, like, if he will let me, but more like, I have to I have to think about him, too. Like, I don't yeah. want to just be, like, disappear, and he, he'll be like, where the fuck is my wife? Yeah. You know? And then I remember one girl was like, well, see, that's the difference. I don't care if I have to... Like, I don't, I don't care to tell my husband if we want to have a game night or, like, if we want to have a girls' night. He doesn't own me. And I was like, it's not so much about owning. It's because <laughs> I care and love my husband. I don't mm. want him to think that I ran off with someone <laughs> and, like, not keep him in the loop. Like, what the heck? Yeah. And I was just like, wow, her and I will never be friends. <laughs> I, I choose to change the language now. Instead of asking, I say, let me check in with Aaron. Yeah. Because I don't know if he, and this is his mindset, but sometimes he creates plans in his head without <laughs> translating them outside of his head. So sometimes he's like, oh, like I wanted to do this this weekend. We're working on that, by the way. Um, <laughs> but um, so I like say, I'm going to check in with mm-hmm, Aaron mm-hmm. Um, because... I don't know what's going on in his brain, and right. I want to make sure that we are mutually yeah. having that space for each other. Kind of like, 
same thing with me and Julio, you know. Um, so he's going to get his um, bike endorsement, so he's taking classes. And one of the classes lands on the 13th. And that even though that's a weekend... I still check in with him when we wanted to do our po- like our next session oh, yeah. podcast. I told him, "Hey, I'm doing this. I know you're you have your class endorsement, whatever thing, but I just want to check in with you to see if it's okay." And then he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'm gonna I'm not gonna be home anyways. I'm gonna be taking my class." And then I was like, "Yeah, that's why I want to check in with you, and then I want to let you know that that's what I'm gonna be doing, so I don't have to go with you, and then we can drop off Zoe at your parents." And he's like, "Yeah, perfect." Cool. Yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of where we at. I choose not to be friends with people who have terrible relationships in their marriage. <laughs> that is so funny. Like, <laughs> I don't know, because I feel like. Don't judge me in my relationship. Not just that. Like, I think the reason why we got along so well and our husbands got along so well is because you have a healthy relationship with your husband. I have a healthy relationship with my husband. And when we got together, there's no, like, weirdness or miscommunication. Or, like, or, drastic arguments between each other. Right. That's really intense. Right. Yeah. That's true. I like the drama, though. So I'll be friends <laughs> you even if you have a terrible marriage. <laughs> no, I get my drama from shows. Yeah, from the K-dramas. <laughs> from K-dramas. It's not enough sometimes for me. Grey's Anatomy, um, you, like, these you. are, like... Oh, uh, you. You. Oh, no, no, no. No, the show. The, the show, show you. you. The show called You. <laughs> That's funny. Have you seen that, like, video of the newscaster? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. What? I don't have a... I... <laughs> There is a show. Cool. <laughs> you. <laughs> I am not. What? <laughs> it's hilarious. Back and forth. Yeah. Anyway, so. Back to the main point. Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit of like ways that I think we could implement ways to get out of a toxic relationship. Um, what I've learned, and this is like predominantly through other people and outsources, is to communicate Mm-hmm. and be direct with that communication. Yeah. Like, you just have to rip off the Band-Aid and say, this is kind of, like, where I'm I'm feeling um, like our relationship is lacking or even just saying, this is how I'm emotionally feeling right now due to X, Y, Z. And I really, like, res- like I, I care for you. I would love to work with this or I would love to work with you on this. And if that doesn't feel, like, reciprocated because... In the beginning of a relationship, it can be super solid, but then eventually become toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they don't want to work with that or work with you on this part of your friendship journey, then it's time to be like, okay, well, you know, unfortunately, I have to think about my own mental health and my own, like, what I need out of relationships in general, like friendship romantic or whatever it may be um so i think just to communicate is a huge one i if i'm being completely honest i am a ghoster and i didn't really think that i was like a ghoster i thought okay eventually like mainly it was other people ghosting me but no when when i feel like something's off i just stop i just stop everything Hmm. i'm like bye and I focus, I think I focus more on energy on something else. Mm. And that's where I f- 
feel like I never identified the fact that I ghosted mm. because I focused so much energy on somebody else or something else that I'm like, oh, I forgot about you oh. in this moment. And that can also be probably a toxic thing for me to do. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. So here, maybe, maybe not. Uh, for me growing up, it's always been one-sided. Like I'm always be, like I'll, I'll, I would always be the one that loved the hardest. And I would have friends that I would say, oh, they're my best friend. But turns out they didn't think the same way about me. So I stopped telling people, oh, I have best friends. And I never really say that I have a best friend until, honestly, until recently. I mm-hmm. think until you told me, like, <clears throat> I'm one of your best friends. And I was like, huh. Yeah. I, I do have a best friend. I also agree. Like, calling people, like, my best friend felt very uncomfortable. For me, it's not uncomfortable. It's like. I think it's that the rejection that I felt when I was younger, when I tell people, oh, yeah, this is my best friend. Turns out they didn't think the same way as me. That's a good reflection. For me, it's like, oh, shit. So I stopped calling people my best friend until, like, honestly, until even I got married. And I told people, yeah, no, Julio is my best friend. He's not just my husband. He's my best friend. Um, Because he literally, he is, he's the only person that knows me the most, other than myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But... How interesting. For me, if I feel like, oh, the relationship is one-sided and I'm the strongest in the relationship, I would stop. Yeah. I think I, I it's like a commitment thing for me. Mm. And I think it might be similar to you. It's like, as a kid, we call say, like, this person is my best friend. This person is my best friend. And then they kind of just, like, little, like, little gentle stab you in the back. And yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> never mind. Um, so I think that for me, and I, that's probably why even I told the group of girls that we were probably going to be acquaintances deep down is because I was, <laughs> I was scared to be like, you guys are my closest friends because I didn't know. Like, I felt like I was, they still needed to know me. Mm. And if somebody is like, knows my history and like, or knows me and where I want to go. Mm-hmm similar to like a relationship with your husband because mm-hmm. for me yeah i was like aaron's easily my best friend yeah like that was my first indication before you even got married or before i even loved him i was like he's my he's my best friend mm-hmm. and that was fine but i think it's because we emotionally connected and for me calling people a best friend was like a commitment issue yeah. and i was like oh my god like i don't think i'm ready to like call them that because there's so much time in life how do you know yeah how do you know when they can be your best friend all right <laughs> and like i don't know like uh even right now zoe she's so innocent she thinks everyone is her friend friend is good having friends is great i love that she thinks everyone is her friend i love that she's very oh can they be my friend but sometimes I would tell them, or I would tell her, if she sees other little girls, my, ugh, what irks me the most, especially right now being a mom, is seeing other parents kind of be kind of mean to other kids. Oh. Like, Zoe is very assertive, she's very friendly. 
she wants to be friends with everyone. I've seen other parents. Zoe would say, oh, can you play with me? And then the other parents would take their kid away and left her hanging. Oh, this is so wrong. I'm like, dude, she is three years old. Ew, look at that child. We have to go. Or like parents who didn't say anything when their kids are being mean to other kids. Oh. Kids are assholes. We all know that, right? This one time, we were at the pool, and there's this two little girls. Zoe was so, like, she, like, imprinted on one of the girls. (laughs) She just sat with her, follows her around. And I sensed that the little girl didn't want that. And I told Zoe, hey, come here. She didn't want to play right now, okay? And it's fine. It's okay. But the mom didn't say anything to the little girl either. Didn't say that. I mean, I'm not saying that as a mom. Can you please tell your kids to play with my kids? No, right? (laughs) But the mom didn't say, hey, it's okay if you don't want to play right now. You can tell her straight up. You can tell her, hey, I don't want to play right now. No, the mom didn't say anything. That's a good way to, like, implement learning or communication tactics, too. Exactly. So, like, for Mm. me, I told Zoe, I was like, hey, sometimes other kids, they don't want to play with you. And that's okay. Because guess what? Sometimes you don't want to play with other kids, too, right? And she'll be like, right. And I'm telling her that it's okay. It's okay to have boundaries. But you also have to respect other people's boundaries. Mm. That is the one thing that, like like, like I said, it irks me when I see parents not doing anything, not teaching their kids to communicate. And for me, that is very, very big, especially with raising a kid, because we can't read their minds. We need to teach them how to communicate in a healthy way, in a healthy manner, because otherwise, where are they going to learn? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to set her up to fail, right? Damn. But yeah, like for me, I will tell her, hey, you know, these kids, they're not your friends. Just because you see a, like another little girl, it doesn't make her your friend until you guys play together, spend time together for quite some time then you guys are considered friends that's a healthy way to communicate i think i should have learned that i also don't want her to think like (laughs) oh everyone is my friend and it turns out oh this one girl is so mean to me well she's gonna have to find that out she will she will for sure but like right now all i can do is to try to learn boundaries yeah good good on you mama (laughs) good on you okay so to wrap things up what we've learned today (laughs) is toxic relationships are hard to identify but they can be identified by feeling drained Mm -hmm. feeling stressed anxious etc etc um healthy ones if you feel good at the end of the day or challenged one or the other because i there are some fights in a regular relationship which is Mm -hmm. healthy though yeah that enables communication um have we ever argue about i don't think we ever i'm not really good at confrontation when it comes to close people so no me and aaron don't argue that often but i think like even in general like our relationship has always been good and like we're considerate of each other yeah yeah i think we kind of just 
like our empathy comes in yeah i don't know i but I not necessarily ever... like oh my gosh beating around the bush like not talk about like elephant in the room type of uh, situation like yeah i think we're just kind of like we take a sec to like maybe reflect but i don't think i've really had many issues with you so yeah i don't i don't see a need to start an argument when there need, doesn't need to be one <laughs> So. imagine <laughs> like after this we start arguing i know <laughs> so the funny thing is, is like i like drama but i'm not a drama seeker mm. yeah i prefer to avoid that i but prefer like, to be on the sideline and watch right like i obviously am gonna want to be interested like of course i'm curious but i'm not gonna be like starting drama for no freaking reason like that's too much stress for me yeah, I know people who <laughs> like to start drama. I don't. No, no, no. There's, I'm not. A, I'm not getting paid to start a drama show, so I'm not gonna create one. Right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Jalen's a drama nerd. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Um. But yeah. So, and then the ways in which we can implement to get out of it or to address it is definitely always communication that person or yourself so i think that was great i hope that was helpful yeah. for everyone it's always fun to listen on people's gossip <laughs> so i hope if anything it was just entertaining to hear old stories about my head being almost chopped off by a limousine oh my God. <laughs> um but yeah i do want to talk about another episode hopefully soon mm-hmm. is to Talk about ways in which we can um, end an old relationship. Mm. Not a toxic relationship, but just one that's ready to, like, move on. How does that show up? Like, typically, what do we feel? Because those can be the most emotionally painful ones, I feel like. Yeah. Like, a toxic relationship, I'm like, yes, it's painful to get out of, Uh but once you're out of it it's it's relieving right but this is like talking about like a good relationship that just ended that that was just naturally going to end yeah and or it might have been slightly unhealthy because of regressed emotions like you you kind of kicked in old feelings Mm -hmm. with that said person and it was like a regressed any kind of therapy or self-growth you had um my one of my examples that I've seen recently is from Working Moms. Mm. Have you seen that show? I don't think I have. It's so great. It's, you should check it out. But, oof, when they explain that similar feeling, ugh, it just is a heart-wrenching thing because, like, even after you kind of break up, it's still, like, a gut feeling of, like, I miss my best friend or I miss my close friend. Mm-hmm. But it's just needed for just transition periods, your growth, whether you're going to another state or mm-hmm. just where you're at. So I think that'd be a really cool yeah. topic. Speaking of friends and moms, I really want to have like another mom friend. I feel like I don't have enough mom friends like at all. So like I'm kind of glad that my sister is pregnant and her baby is going to be here soon. So she can be like my mom friend. But... She's my sister. Sorry, babe. (laughs) If anyone out there is looking for a mom bestie, Maddie's calling me up. Okay, Mm -hmm. my phone number. Just kidding. (laughs) 
I'll manifest this for you. <laughs> I'll manifest it as somebody else and not said like that I'm going to be that person. Right. I'm no, like I, I want to have like a like-minded mom friend. I I completely completely respect that. You know, like <laughs> like our friendship right now, that's perfect. So I want kind of like in a way Sounds bad, but like a Jalen 2.0 with a bebe. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Yes, because I feel like if I ever had a child, I would be completely changed. And I don't think people want that change from me. I don't think I want that change from no, me. No, like, honestly, I don't expect you to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the cool aunt. <laughs> I, I am comfortable with that image of Auntie J. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think that's... That's one thing that I'm kind of Seeking. searching for right now, like a mom friend. Like I don't want to wait until Zoe is in school for me to have a mom friend. Mm. That's hard. It is. It's so hard. Because then you can like gossip about the teachers. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> or other moms <laughs> that you can relate to. Other moms. Oh gosh, no. But I don't. Man, yeah. Like I've I I connected with some moms in like my apartment neighborhood, but okay. it's like not going anywhere. <laughs> All right, well I'm manifesting that for you. Thank you. You hear it, folks? <laughs> if you popping babies, holla at your girl. <laughs> popping babies. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for today. I hope everyone has a beautiful Friday and has either learned to heal a bitch or fight, or fight a bitch. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye, guys. We'll see you. Bye. Stay safe. Stay sexy. Wild, Wild baby. baby. Oh, we're so cute. <laughs> you like your cupcakes and sprinkles? Yeah. What that else? Was, that was a good cupcake. Mm-hmm. <laughs>